0: Hi there!
1: Welcome back to the Zebra Lounge podcast. This is
0: episode number six. Yes,
1: this is our last episode in the month of March. And we're really excited for what we have um, for you guys today. I am Stripes.
0: I'm Marty. And we've got a special guest. This is the second guest we've had on the podcast. Episode number six brings us...
2: Mama Marina.
0: (laughs) Mama Marina. Hasn't been on the podcast yet. Probably won't be the last time.
1: Yeah, so today, um, what we want to do is talk to our mom, Rina, about um, cooking and cuisine.
0: That's right. Many of us are in lockdown and quarantine are thinking about good hygiene, but not very many of us are putting a lot of thought into food prep. But we do have someone in the house, say hey,
2: hey.
0: who is ready to help you think through good food prep procedures and protocol while you're in lockdown.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes and so I'm very happy to be here and I talk about the topic that I probably love the most and that's cooking and being in the kitchen. And so during lockdown, lockdown sorry, there is a lot of time that can be spent in the kitchen. Some of you love the kitchen as I do and some of you hate it and for various reasons. Um, and so here we are today to talk about cooking.
0: Cooking, food prep, nutrition. I know that's another one of your passions. I know Stripes also likes good food. We are the recipients of your food Mm -hmm. quite often, so we can attest that not only do you enjoy it, because we see the joy it brings you, but you're good at it.
1: So the first question I would like to ask you about um, cooking during this pandemic is, have you noticed as you go to the store, sorry, you go to the store and you do your shopping, have you specifically noticed anything, um, missing from the shelves?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: toilet paper, for so example, are you noticing far. a lack of toilet paper on the shelves? Or do people well, that's in- not
2: really you the food You don't with toilet paper, and Marty. So I don't know what you're eating
0: <laughs> Do you know the difference between a paper towel and toilet paper?
2: I sure do. And that's why I'm in the kitchen. So thanks for that, Marty. Um, yes. As I go to the stores, I am noticing a lot of fruits and vegetables are still readily available. And as far as canned goods, I'm not someone that usually buys a lot of canned goods, but I was assuming that a lot of the dried goods, so for example, beans um, and lentils and rice, would be off the shelves because here in Kenya, people do tend to stock up with those because they would last for a long time. But when I did go to the store, I did notice that all of those are still readily available. Maybe the pandemic hasn't hit us as hard. I think the rest of the world is a few weeks ahead of us, but maybe that is still coming. But for now, you can still find all those things on the shelves and um, those are available.
0: Yeah, as of March 31st, we know that there are approximately 50 people in Kenya who have the virus now i think stripes you would agree with me that there are way more people who actually have the virus in kenya than is being reported
1: Mm -hmm, because
0: we know they're not testing and we know that most kenyans get sick of all kinds of things and call it malaria
1: that's very true
0: so there's probably a lot of malaria that should be actually reclassified as wuhan virus
1: yeah so um in terms of finding foods on the shelves here you said that you don't notice too much missing here but i think we can assume that uh, maybe in the western areas, even uh, Europe, that a lot of food is probably not on the shelf. So
2: Yes, and actually I read from one of my Facebook friends that did the culinary nutrition program with me. Um, that she noticed that, and she lives in North America, that the stores um, had fruits and vegetables available. But specifically the organic stuff because I guess people are not buying that, also thinking that those are maybe a little bit more expensive and so she was delighted that she still could find an abundance of organics. And during this time, if organics are available, I would encourage you to buy those because our immune systems do need a boost right now and so any chemicals that you can avoid having and we can talk about other things that you'd like to avoid having during this time to boost your immune system um, would probably be a good idea. So do not avoid the organics and maybe talk to the stores to encourage them to keep having those available and maybe even reducing prices if they are able to do
0: that. Mm -hmm. Nutrient-dense, fresh foods, the kind of food that people should be eating. When they want to boost their immune system, the kind that they should be eating when their health is at stake are expensive and tend to go bad quickly. They have a a very short shelf life, if you will. Any suggestions there, Mama Marina?
2: Um... As far as making them last longer, maybe you're purchasing some and freezing them. So wash them, cut them up and freeze them. Um, To make food prep a lot easier too, what you can do is once you've washed, uh, package them in um, containers or bags and freeze them. So that it also makes your food prep during meal times a lot easier. So you're not having to do everything from the beginning to the end. That's purchasing, washing, cutting, so uh, there's a shortcut that can be that can be used. So not everything freezes very well, but those vegetables that does freeze well, I would encourage you to buy those and then freeze them. They're always a lot healthier, uh, fresher, but freezing them doesn't take away um, too many of the health benefits. And
1: just for our listeners at home, because not everyone is very uh, confident in the kitchen, what kind of fruits or veggies can you freeze? So no one tries to freeze... Uh, What what are the do's and don'ts of freezing fruits and veggies?
2: Hmm, good question. Sometimes it's trial and error with me as well still. But I would say your greens, so spinaches, uh, chard, uh, kale, those are, if they're gonna especially go into soups, then you could easily freeze those. And I would encourage our listeners, make soups. Mm Soups are just packed with a lot of nutrients um, in one bowl. And so I know I've been enjoying soups and I've even gotten the kids involved in making some soups. Uh, for us yesterday, we enjoyed a potato pickle, dill pickle soup. And to add just an extra little bit of protein in there, I usually throw in just whole, like whole pieces of chicken, um, so chicken thighs, and then just pull the meat off. But that adds a really nice um, bit to your soup okay. as well.
0: Well, that's great. Uh, One of the things that I wanted to ask you about is you like to cook, but not everybody in our family enjoys cooking like you do. What have you done to ensure that uh, everyone participates in cooking during this quarantine season?
2: Well, for one, I think you have to plan ahead. So meal prep is important. So I have in the first week written down a few recipes that I do want to go through so that in my mind, I'm clear of what I need in the house. So if I do go shopping, I'm making sure those things are on my list. But I've also put them out there so that I have planned uh, certain meals in advance. And so knowing that I'm gonna be making maybe a soup, for the next day. So involving the kids, um, putting the foods out on the counter, helping... And how's
0: that been going down? How's that been going down involving the kids?
2: Allowing them to be involved. Well, some it's easier than others. Some gravitate towards the kitchen, although they would prefer to be doing baked goods and all the sweet stuff right now. Um, But others, yes, very reluctantly help. But it's a team effort. And so every night for dinner, I have had the kids help and giving them maybe small chores at first or giving them easy tasks that they can manage. Age appropriate, Age uh, appropriate. Not always age appropriate because even some have at a younger age, like our youngest has a bit more skill in the kitchen than maybe some of the others and i don't, uh, want, to be, and I don't want to be very specific and Whoa. name the names whether it's number one two or three that lack let's just that.
0: document that fact
2: <laughs> well i podcast.
1: i stripes as a kid um have found it uh, exciting most of the time to be in the kitchen of course, there's times where you don't feel like being
2: So, Stripes, kitchen. what is it that you don't like doing in the kitchen? Um, what are the tasks that you don't like? Well, what she's thinking involved?
0: about in the processing. I will say that I'm not a kitchen guy, but I do enjoy cleaning up. So, when I can be involved in <laughs> <and> clean up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Marty, that was
1: the joke of the day.
2: Marty, you know what? I would like to tell you that you have done a fantastic job at teaching the kids how to clean up. And so, you might have enjoyed cleaning up. But you have now trained the kids to do that so that you can now enjoy watching them. And Marty, I'd like to say, I'm so
1: excited that we have now documented that fact that you appreciate cleaning up in the kitchen.
2: I'm glad. I would say, Marty, you're always willing, but whether you love it, I don't know about that, but what you are very good at is organizing the others and training them so that that task gets taken care of.
0: It's taken about... I don't know, 15 years, 16, 14 years training the oldest.
2: And the payback is now. And yeah. we're
0: just getting payback after about 13 years, <laughs> where even now, as I supervise and monitor the quality, and I'm a quality control expert, I am I'm seeing a, a step up for the most part, after about 13 years of training.
2: So Marty, I would like to ask you though, what area of the cleanup, not that we want to shift this too much to cleanup, it was all about clean food important prep. Cleanup important Cleanliness is very, and I have to say... It's
0: part of the food prep, right? Yeah. We forget that. As soon as I walk there's into... There's the front a, end, there's the prep, and then there's the back as end. As
2: soon as I walk into a kitchen and it's a mess, I do not enjoy cooking at all. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you this question. Where do you feel the kids can still improve in their cleanup? What is the one area where you feel is lacking? I think
1: I well, have an idea. Uh,
2: let's hear what Stripe
1: says. What <laughs> does she think? My uh, thinking, and i just like to say you're right about the whole kitchen thing, it definitely is a part of this, but I would say where Marty um, thinks we lack the most would be with cleaning up the sink
2: after the end of our cleaning. No one likes to touch the grossness that accumulates in the sink. Nobody
0: likes the jungle that accumulates in the drain.
2: Yeah, that's the word that we've given it to in, in our jungle family. Jungle. We call it the jungle. The
0: crud, you could yeah. say that.
2: Yeah, but our family likes to call it the jungle. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I was going to say that, but then I thought larger, bigger perspective, attitude, lose the toot, yeah. right? That's, that's the key in the kitchen, <laughs> both for a prep Uh, for the actual product and the processing, and then the cleanup at the back end. I would say attitude is key. So losing the dude in the kitchen is key. I would say even when you're working in the kitchen, that's critical. Would you not agree? In all the kitchens you've worked in over your lifetime, you've worked in many kitchens, you've worked with many different kinds of people, you've trained other people in... Uh, how to do food prep. So, what would you say about attitude?
2: I think attitude matters a lot, and especially during this time for um, our four kids. If you have a bad attitude, you're not going to be excused. You're actually just going to make the task um, a lot nastier because you're going to have to deal with a mom that and gets a little bit, you a have little to bit frustrated. Them. And so it it just is gonna allow you to have even more tasks. And in wouldn't the you say
1: um, patience is a big part too because you don't just walk into the kitchen and you have a meal done in five minutes. Like you said, you have to
2: prep it beforehand. Think about it. Yeah. Purchase the items. Then you have to plan which meals are you gonna have. So that you also have variety. Variety is very important because I know a lot of people do food prep and they maybe make Uh, something, a pot full of let's say chili, well I enjoy variety and so I'm not someone that likes to serve the same thing for three meals so we do in our family kind of appreciate. So we'll have it for leftovers maybe the next day Mm -hmm. but serving it twice in a row, I don't know Stripes and Marty, do we usually have variety in the house? We always. We like
0: variety but you know I'm the person that also enjoys routine and uh, liking things to kind of happen maybe on Mondays or Fridays, you know, that kind of thing. I enjoy that. So there's a need for variety, but there's also a need for knowing what's coming and anticipating, let's say you're going to have pasta on a Wednesday night. I like that. I don't always like having a different meal every single day of the month. I could do like weekly patterns and I'd be good with that. Uh, to be honest with you.
2: Once you've identified the ones that you do like. Because yes. I don't think you would want to um, find chelopsies. Or borscht every single day. Oh, oh borscht. borscht is so good. Yeah, with okay. sour cream. Right. Yeah, no I, I, where, no that's that's hate, no hate borscht borscht. against borscht.
1: Just so our listeners know. Yeah,
2: borscht is... And talk about a soup once again. I love making soups. But a soup that is packed with so much. And for any of the listeners, if you would like a really good borscht, uh, soup recipe. Send um, an email to Stripes and Marty, and I will make sure that I send you my recipe. You, you can, can give it a go. You can
1: get Momrina's very own borscht you recipe. You can give it a go,
2: and then let us know what you think. Borscht. Yes.
0: What rhymes with borscht?
2: I don't know. There is like nothing. That that rhymes. <laughs> There's nothing. Right, Why are you trying to borscht. be funny right now?
1: What else rhymes with borscht, Marty? Porsche. Oh, you're right, a car. Okay, moving car. back to the kitchen, though. Yes. Um, I'd, I'd like you to um, maybe tell our listeners uh your three biggest meals that you think would be the best for this time period like nutrient packs
2: so one of them you said was soups definitely what would be the other two on that list um anything i think with beans and then if you put a little bit of meat in there that always goes for your heart Seasons are good for your heart so even chili some people's hearts especially in this family but uh not (laughs) enough Not everyone. <laughs> Did you know, um, sorry, Marty, that there's actually in certain people, they are lacking an enzyme, and that's why uh, beans to them is the musical fruit. <laughs> I'm so As happy. And for, uh, for others, it's not. And so some people just are lacking that enzyme, and so that's why they uh, they have a lot more music in the evenings. I'm happy
1: we've gone down uh, that path there, Mom, Marina and Marty. Yes. Maybe we can
2: turn it back to, so you said beans? <laughs> yes, I would definitely do a, a um, dish with beans and then also lots of vegetables And why, why in there. is that with beans? Protein or like... What, yeah, it's which? a good protein, lots of fiber, so it's heart healthy, definitely.
0: It and sure is heart healthy, is, that's another way of saying the same thing, heart healthy.
2: And But because it has high protein and fiber, it is very good for your system okay. and it benefits a lot of people. And what would the and third um, thing be for you? the third one, what would I add? Well, I love salads, but salads would be very difficult, I guess, because it's everyone can't run to the yeah, store fresh. every two days yeah. um, for that. So maybe I would then add um, something that's good for the gut. So yogurts, maybe, those would, would store Com- Kombucha. Off. Kombucha. And maybe bring your own kombucha. I love doing kombuchas um, in the house. I have my own scoby sitting on the counter that looks like so an alien in a jar, jar. Yeah. and that I would say would be a very um, good drink to have during this time in any case. Staying away again from the... Stripes, what do I always want you guys to stay away from or cut down? Sugar. Sugar.
0: Yeah, sugar. We could talk a little bit about sugar and all the things that contain sugar that you wouldn't be thinking actually had sugar in it.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Here's a fun fact for you guys. Did you know that ketchup has more sugar in it than ice ice cream? cream. And And the
0: number one selling condiment in North America today. It's a battle, but ketchup is still winning. Ketchup over salsa.
1: Oh, salsa.
0: Salsa's number two, but salsa is kind of ketchup in a way. It's got a lot of sugar in it. That's mm-hmm. why we like it so much.
2: So ketchup has a lot of sugar. Salsa, no, but ketchup, yes. Definitely high in sugar. And
1: many people will just... I don't know what people eat ketchup on. It's been a debate. Just for our listeners, comment below. Do you put ketchup on eggs? I'd be curious
2: to know. because there's How many people can eat their eggs without dosing it with ketchup. Yeah
0: I had an egg sandwich today for lunch made for me by Mama Marina and it had zero ketchup.
2: But what did I put on there for you Marty?
0: You put some mayo on there.
2: Yes very little.
0: A little bit of Frank's Red Hot sauce brought to us by our friend Sam Grace. Thank Thank you so much Sam enjoying that if you're listening.
2: Yep that uh, Frank's Red Hot goes a long way and we really enjoy it in our family and so that is one of the condiments that we like to put on um, instead of ketchup but I must say our four kids can uh, empty a, a bottle of ketchup in no time
1: they are, they wow. are very
2: good at doing that
1: so what, what, what would some other things be that have almost hidden sugar because you wouldn't expect
2: sugar to be filling ketchup right so well, what I think I would watch juice consumption uh-huh. a lot of juices if they are not um, even pure fresh juices um, are very high in sugar And so I would even add maybe half-and-half sparkling water or water to the juice just to cut down on the sugar content there. Um, Also, a lot of juices that are bought are um, not pure fruit juices and they are sweetened with extra sugars and the various forms of sugar that they add to that. So I would watch your consumption. Obviously, pop or sodas are very high. And they keep Um, well too, so people might be tempted to stock up on that. Yes, and I heard that a lot of people have stocked up on those. And so those would be a no-no in our house. I don't actually remember the last time that I bought a bottle of soda. Um, The only time it's come in is when we've maybe ordered some pizza, and they say, oh, we'll throw in a free. free, And then I just try and get rid of that uh, two-liter... Um, she just pretty much... Of sugar. Pretty as much As soon listeners. as I can by donating it or giving it to someone or else. Or she
1: sometimes will take it and just pour it down the toilet.
2: Yep. It's a good cleaner, actually. It does clean up We've watched
0: a and... few movies about sugar. Do you remember any of the names of those movies in case our listeners would like to get on the same bandwagon as you. Can you remember any of the names of the movies that um, we've watched in recent years? I mean, we watched in documentaries and we watched a, a movie. That Sugar Film That is Sugar one of them. Film, that is, that's the name of it. That Sugar Film was a film uh, by a guy in Australia, if I, if I remember right. And it was about a documentary about a guy who decided to look at the uh, hidden sugar in foods and the effect it can have on the human body, right? Uh, the hidden sugar that's found in food and the effect it has on the human body. Another
2: one I think was What the Health, but I don't know if that was just sugar, but they or would have yeah, spoke spoken as a about whole. health as a whole, but I do really enjoy all those uh, documentaries. But also you have to look at those and um, obviously someone has an agenda and so you have to make sure that you... Are reading up on it and taking note of what the agenda could be that they are pushing because I think everything in moderation Mm -hmm. um, is uh, a good way to go
0: Uh, while we're still talking about food and we're talking about the lockdown and the um, quarantine that we're in what do you think is going to be one of the after effects of this quarantine on the food system on the industrial food complex can you imagine any uh, effects from this coronavirus?
2: What I'm hoping and Marty I think it was you that read this summer that people are going to be noticing or paying attention to where their food comes from Mm. and so I know that um, here in Kenya if you buy for example tilapia it is imported if you look on the bag from China and so I think it was you that told us that the fish Um, industry or the fishermen are doing very well in consuming at the moment because people are not wanting to buy things from uh, China that is imported food wise and so the the fishermen cannot keep up with um, the fish industry over there a lot more people it's in demand and so taking note of where your food comes from I know that here in Nairobi I get a organic veggie basket delivered from a farm in Tagoni which is about a 30-minute drive from our place. And I do not get to pick my vegetables. It's almost like opening up your... what's that? Uh, uh, chopped, 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 up your basket. Up, open up your basket and reveal. And so I have gotten quite a few veggies in there that I have never seen before. And so you have to become creative, Mm -hmm. but I do like the fact that it is grown um, by a lady that really does take care of how she farms and uh, the quality and how they uh, do not use pesticides and things like that on the farm. And so getting that weekly basket uh, matters to me and I would prefer to get that and support her as a farmer than just buying, Fruits and vegetables that have been imported. And so perhaps that would be one thing that's So you said change. knowing
0: where your food comes from and wanting to buy more Locally. local and even you said organic, organic. In my mind, also and I hear expensive, doesn't have to be expensive. No. I know we also get our eggs not from the store, but we buy our eggs right from the
2: farmer and he delivers them to our house. And perhaps it's different for our listeners that live in North America. But for example, my basket of veggies cost me $10. And I get just a huge variety of stuff in there. I get kale. I got chard. I got some herbs in there. I got some lemongrass. I got three heads of broccoli. I got this very odd-looking vegetable that looks like a pear, but it tastes like a cucumber. So I had that. I had three Or two cabbages that was thrown in there. Um, Sometimes they throw in some tomatoes. I had um, onions. So just a basket full of of fresh greens and vegetables. And so I encourage you guys, if you know our farmers in your area, that you can support, especially during this time. I'm sure they'd be happy to deliver even, uh, making it very easy for those that can't get out. Um, see what you can find in in your area with regards to um, home delivery, but also fresh fruits and vegetables that are grown.
0: So locally, people could visit farmers markets uh, in North America, if that's where you are listening to this. There's usually Saturday farmers markets where all the farmers come and get together. But here we have people who are able to deliver it. And you think that's a good thing?
2: I do think that's a very good thing. It's helping the farmer, and especially if you have a relationship with them, um, you know how they treat their staff, how they treat their animals. If you're getting uh, meat products as well, and your eggs, I'm getting, you know, three, two trays of uh, 30 eggs, so 60 eggs that gets dropped off, and they even still have the feathers and things and some dirt on the eggs. And so I know that we are getting in some healthy protein mm-hmm. as well. And we're a family that likes eggs. We eat eggs almost every day. Yeah.
0: Would you say that's a heart healthy food?
2: Um, there's debate on that. Some people would say that eggs are maybe high in cholesterol, uh, especially the yolks. And so that's why people tend to do um, more egg whites or you know, skip the extra egg yolk if they're doing two or three eggs. I think it is very healthy because we do need cholesterol in our body as well and so I do not have a problem with it and to me it's a healthy choice. Better than um, a bowl of cereal and milk. So Mm -hmm. I would much rather opt for my spelt bread toast with eggs and even some lettuce that I put on there for you today, Marty and tomatoes fresh tomatoes that and actually were crispy taste, and they were delicious taste they tasted and smelled like tomatoes really really
0: fresh yes uh, mama marina i'm going to give you a chance to process this next question cuz we're about getting ready to end and i want you to begin to think about if you were to leave the listeners with a statement or a a theme for you that kind of encapsulates Broadly your view on food. I know you wrote a paper on that for your class that you took recently So that's why I asked that question But before you share that uh, and stripes may have some last words I would just like to share that food is a big part of our family Mama Marina has brought that into our family. We all love food. We love the taste of food We love the smell of food. We just enjoy food and that is something that if you are a believer if you trust the Lord Uh, that you will be able to enjoy for all eternity. Because the Bible describes heaven, eternity, not as a place that's going to be just floating in a cloud, as a spirit, not enjoying food. It actually describes heaven as a banquet table. Isaiah chapter 25, verse 6 says, On this mountain, that's the heavenly mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food, For all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats, and the finest of wines. That describes heaven, and so we have a future to look forward to where there's gonna be heavenly food, heavenly wine. We're gonna be enjoying a feast in the future. Now I turn it back over to you, Mama Marina or Stripes, to give your last words to our listeners.
1: Uh, My last words for the listeners would probably be let this. Uh, pandemic give you a chance to be creative with what you do in the kitchen because I think um, a lot of people may be discouraged the fact that they can't go out and buy maybe fresh goods or things like that anymore but I think it can also be an opportunity to get creative look up recipes online see um, some things you can do I know I had um, some siblings who just looked up recipes online and created stuff from what we had at home so it's it's not hard to do it can be fun and involve everyone uh, within the kitchen. That, that would be how I would leave you guys today.
2: Okay, and my last words, as Marty has asked, what would I, What? how do I view food? I would say food in its most natural state. And so if it has been transformed into something that doesn't look um, like it should, when it was in its natural state, I would try to avoid it. Um, and then the other one is it matters where your food comes from and so those would be the two things and every third thing maybe everything in moderation I don't think one diet or one way of eating is for everyone Um, you need to listen to your body some people have things that agree with them and others have things that don't agree with them and so you really do just need to listen to your body but I would say um, during this time Uh, Stay healthy, stay safe, and... um, Wash your hands. Get to the kitchen and cook good food.
0: Yeah, so we just want to say thank you to you, Mama Marina, for being a special guest, a featured guest on today's episode. And hopefully it's not the last time. But we will wait for what the listeners have to say about having you on the podcast
2: yeah cuz if they don't like you you're not coming back not coming no back. but i'm sure thanks stripes and marty we'll hopefully see you again yeah. yeah so
0: listeners thank you again for listening we appreciate you we want to let you know that all of the episodes the archive cuz we have an archive now are found on anchor fm or on spotify or on apple itunes podcast whatever you call it it will also be found uh, on the blog